Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Talkback time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150 811. Twenty-seven away from ten here on mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. Uh, we'll uh, uh, get to your calls shortly. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. A couple of texts that have come through though. Hey Smithy, hope you're well, mate. I bet the text machine is on fire today, and that's good. People still care; they really care. But the slide carries on and looks set to continue for quite a while. The AVs aren't going good. That's on the man in charge, Foster, and the folks who keep backing him, Robinson. A quick note from watching at the ground on Saturday, you could really tell how together as a team at End of the Game Argentina were. It's a cliche, but you could see they wanted it more. Maybe the All Blacks wanted it too much, but it doesn't look like it. I also noticed Dane Coles became quite agitated from calls from the crowd. I didn't hear what set him off specifically, but most comments were pretty mild. It can't be fun to hear the come on guys uh, if you're in Colsey's position. Uh, thanks very much for your text. Also, if the New Zealand Rugby Union cared about rugby in New Zealand, they'd tell Foster to resign. My grandsons weren't even interested. They laughed when I asked them if they wanted to watch it with me. That is from Mark. Keep your texts coming through. Uh, let's go to Jeff from Cromwell. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, Ricardo. How are you going, buddy? Yeah, good. Thank you, yeah, mate. Well, as good as you can be after a weekend like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, at least the Black Ferns won, you know, and uh, Sevens are doing all right, so that's something. Um, yeah, I can't just get my head around here. Argentina, their number one sport soccer, and here's their number one sport in, in Kiwiland is rugby, and we're getting tipped over by the Argies like that, but shit, they show some passion and out-muscle this. I mean, uh, you know, from a referee's point of view, I know the Russian defence, They've got to sort of sort that out, really. And the fact the referee's got to sort it out as well, because if you looked at the game, looked at it twice, most of the time that Russian defence was 50% of the time plus, was a, they're offside, you know. But you've got, to, you've got to play to the referee, unfortunately, and it's, you know, just um, it's pretty frustrating there, really. Well, um, Jeff, you're a, you're a ref. I, I did see a few people online, and, and I, I always cringe when people blame the referee after an all-blacks loss, but I, didn't, I thought he refereed both teams much the same way. So, so long as you have consistency, I, 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 I don't, wasn't too bothered. What did you make of the performance? Yeah, well, that was his, like his big test match for him. Like, he's just a young guy coming through the ranks and you've got to blood these guys in. And I don't know if he's on the World Cup panel or not, but, um, but I thought he was consistent. And 
and the, I can't believe you know the All Blacks. They're in, you know, they've been playing rugby. They're in the farm for the All Blacks. They don't know the laws of the game, and it was quite blatant what they were doing. Uh, and all the decisions are correct, you know. You know, coming from the side, taking guys out, killing the ball, and you know, it's just dumb stuff. You know, just at that level, like I just expected at premier level or, or first 15 level at times, but not not that top level. These guys should know. And I mean, you're quite right about the Super Rugby. To me, it's been it's a it's it's played differently. It's refereed different, differently. It's purely for entertainment. And the guys haven't been able to step up from Super Rugby to Test Match Rugby. Um, you know, that we've been training the All Blacks to be like backs across 15. You know, play like backs and run like backs, and that's the forwards I'm talking about. And and they're not doing the key jobs. Not you know the breakdown, getting out, done on the breakdown, getting. Like the set pieces are pretty good, weren't they? The scrums are good. Line outs got shaky in the end. It probably cost us a wee bit, but but we've got to do your key roles. And um, yeah, I mean even uh, Moanga felt a bit of pressure missing those sort of fairly early on kicks, which were critical really in the test match. Was so tight, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 no. I mean, I also heard that Razor was offered the position before that. Uh, win in South Africa, and but the players, I heard from a good source that the players backed Foster. So you know, there's a bit of shit going down in there. So they need to sort out from the top and and uh, get it right. And um, we're certainly going to go in underdogs uh, going into that World Cup. And in fact, there's there's four couples. Now I'm part of that. We're thinking about going to the World Cup to France, but we're seriously thinking about pulling out. That's It'd be sad if we do decide to do that. Just go go to Bordeaux and go on a wine tour, Jeff. You'd probably be better off. You'd probably have more <laughs> yeah. fun, mate, to be fair. Yeah. That's right, Ricardo, yeah. yeah. It's sad. It needs to be sorted out from the top. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I like what, what Lowy said here, but a mongrel him, even though he sometimes went over the top. But we're going to bring some mongrel back into that Ford pack. And, and uh, yeah... Good stuff, Jeff. Thanks very much for your call, mate. I think I think you've made some great points there. I really appreciate you coming on, giving us a perspective from a refereeing point of view as well. Uh, Nigel from Christchurch is with us. G'day, Nigel. G'day, mate. Um, look, yeah, I enjoyed listening to Lowy and all his comments. Good, good to hear uh, you know an ex-All Black being honest about the situation. You know, it's always been that thing in the past where All Blacks don't criticise other All Blacks, but obviously there's a lot of problems with the All Blacks right now. But one of the ones I reckon is the building blocks aren't there anymore. I mean, some of these guys are running out playing for the All Blacks and, um, you know, they've hardly played a game of club rugby, even NPC. Like, shouldn't it be from the bottom up? Like, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm here, Nigel. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were pausing for effect. I was, I was, I was going to let you run. Oh, yeah, well... I mean, you know, you look back in the, when, when rugby was sort of amateur around 87, you know, uh, you look at guys like Buck Shelford, they probably had 100 club games and... Um, Am I getting my point across? Yeah, well, I mean, I think the thing is now that there is so much emphasis put on the schoolboy game, and obviously they've done the deal with with, um, Sky and they they show a lot of the first 15 games, that players are transitioning from that and they're bypassing club rugby altogether and they're going straight into super rugby feeder teams, you know, under 20s and things like that. And so they're not... Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I I, I would build... 
Sorry, I was going to Sorry. say the problem the problem you get, which Lowy brought up as well, is then you get guys who are 18, 19, 20 who are dominant in the, in the age groups because of their size and they're not actually you know going in and playing some 30-year-old bloke who's, um, who's tough as nails and been running around the club rugby scene for 12 years because that would sort a few ideas out and, and also you know separate the guys who just uh, get where they are due to size and physicality rather than skills. Yeah, no, you will have summed that up better than I could. Look, um, the other thing I would get rid of is this bonus point rubbish in in, um, in our competitions where teams just off the gate, they think, right, we've got to score four four tries. And they just it's all about attack. And then defence is left sort of wanting. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that, I think um, that's done for the TV. Uh, you know, they, they they want teams to not take the three. I mean, I know we used to c- criticise the Northern Hemispheres for sides for t- kicking penalties all day long and the South Africans for kicking penalties all day long. But, but if you go back to when Foxy was our number 10, that's what we did. That's how we won tests. And then they uh, and then they changed it and brought in the bonus points so they can get more tries and more running rugby because it was better for the TV numbers. Uh, Cliff from Dunedin is with us. G'day, Cliff. How are you doing? Yeah, good, Ricardo. Yeah, no, it was good, to, good to listen to Lowy. Um, I really want to talk about the management, the Sierra, you know, up in the board of the New Zealand rugby. Just don't think there's enough people there who've got any background in rugby. I looked at the board online, and even the Governor General's on the board of New Zealand rugby. To me, it looks far too far too management and people who have made something of themselves in New Zealand and other places, but there's no real depth about people who've got any rugby now or any maybe have been there. I don't mean we need everybody to have been an all-black or played first division rugby on the board, but we need a bit of both. And to me, there's no passion in the game, and it starts from the top because they're just appointed people. They look like more like parliamentarians and rugby union directors on the board, and... Uh, you know, Lowy brought up a lot of stuff about... It was, it's good to hear a bit of Frank stuff. Mm. You know, like Potting, Potting isn't did, hasn't got a pedigree. He had no, nothing. He never really did anything. He, he was the coach of the Chiefs, never did any good. Now, how does he get that job? How does he go? He just, he's just a follower. And, and people aren't going to follow another follower, are they? No, and I think that's bang on, Cliff. I mean, there is you've seen it in world in sport, and you know, I mean, I follow the football quite closely, and you know, under Sir Alex Ferguson, when United first started winning things in the mid nineties, Brian Kidd was his number two, and he was a, a former star player, and he wanted to be a number one, and he went away and tried to be a number one and failed. Some people are better number twos; they're better at putting the, uh, an arm around the shoulder and uh, and and being that guy, being the supportive player to the uh, the supportive member of the coaching staff to the players, rather than being the guy who has to make the tough calls. And I, you know, I think that's what we're seeing here with Foster. Yeah, well, you know, uh, when uh, David Moyes took over from United, he, he he dumped all of Fergie's boys. Now Fergie's boys were tight with the group, you know, and and like you say, they were an, a shoulder boys, someone to talk to. You can't just clean out the, everybody and take over a new role. And look, Moyes didn't do that bad, probably against some of them that took over after him. But at the end of the day, Fozzie, he just hasn't got it. And they've had the chance to get rid of him. And I don't know what Robinson, his, his idea is to keep letting the rope go and then pulling a wee tug on it occasionally and having a word. Well, that doesn't work. You, you've got to be the man, don't you? You've just got to be the man. 
Premier League says that. If you're not doing the business, you're you're paid out and move on. Exactly, exactly. Cliff, thanks very much for your call. Uh, and one last call uh, before we take a break, 16 away from 10, is Jared out of Christchurch. Jared, uh, uh, were you at the game on the weekend? Uh, no, I wasn't, Ricardo, but um, isn't it fun, though? I mean, we're going to have to face, a, well, we are facing adversity, and this is mm. good. It's, you know, we have it our own way so often. We need to really fight and scrap to, to get our way out of this, and I see it as a little bit exciting. We've got the short space of time before the World Cup, and, you know, obviously we're in a bit of a hole, so let's try and dig ourselves out of it. We've got the calibre, you know, the, the guys there that can do it, but what I will say, it wasn't an amazing Puma performance, and that can be a little bit worrying as well. All they did was they, they made their tackles, they kicked their goals, and that, that's a little bit alarming because I just don't think our team at the moment has the intellect and, and the, just the general rugby now. So if, you, if you kind of look at our players of the past, that you, we, we kind of take them for granted now. You know, the Zindan Brooks and the McCaws and the Ben Smiths and the Conrad Smiths and guys like that. You know, it's just, we're just missing that general smart uh, rugby player at the moment. I'm not sure how we're going to get that in a short period of time, but... You know, there's, there's selection issues there as well, mate. I don't think Will Jordan's... I think Sever Reese is a better right wing than Will Jordan, and that's just a case of us trying to cram everyone into the back line. And Will Jordan's stuck on the channel there, not getting the ball. He's unemployed out there when he's arguably one of the best fullbacks in the world. He could unlock a lot of counter-attacking options for us. Nothing against Geordie. I like him too. But we need that spark from the back, and, and it's just... Uh, you know, Kane's not an all-black caliber, caliber player anymore, mate. Let's be fair. But the most alarming thing for me was a guy that's really been I've been impressed by, uh, Tuki Aho. He's come on in leaps and bounds ever since he made the all-blacks. He's a fantastic player. And to take our best player off after 44 minutes of play to put Cody Taylor on, unbelievable. I mean, I just that was just baffling to me. I mean, I couldn't believe it, but... The funny thing is, Ricardo, we can still win the championship and, and retain the Bledisloe. And then what? Yeah. I mean, that's going to be bizarre if we do, but it can happen, you know. Springboks will probably bounce back this weekend, and I think the All Blacks will win this weekend as well. And then we've got two Bledisloe Cups uh, matches after that, and we can still win it. But, like, it's, it's, you know, it's just they just look like a, a puzzled bunch out there at the moment. So, And why would Razor want the job, Ricardo? He's got to uh, give him a year before the World Cup. We're all assuming that he wanted it. Is that, is that legit? I haven't heard anything around that he was definitely going to be wanting to take the job after the first South African test over there. Well, the, the story that I heard was that he was told to gather your team that you've got the gig. Um, and then obviously they pulled it out from under him. Whether or not he said yes, I don't know. But that's the that's the word uh, that I've had, Jared. But uh, hey, listen, mate. Thanks very much for your call. Uh, keep your texts coming through. Double eight, double three. The Temper Bedpost text machine. We're thirteen away from ten o'clock. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from ninety-five percent recycled materials that won't rot, stain, or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.